This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello, everybody. This is Danielle. And this is Jamie, and I'm mad. Don't talk to me. She's not mad, but this is the Straight from the Net podcast. We just wanted to say uh, that first and foremost. (laughs) So she's mad today. Why are we mad today, Jamie? Because there are people on the internet that are mad for no reason, and I just want to be like them. (laughs) So we're going to call it Irrationally Salty or Irrationally Cunty? Or Supercalifragilisticallycunty for no reason. (laughs) That, That seems a little crazy okay that was very long i'm really hungry people i'm really hungry (laughs) well why don't we explain that a little bit let's talk about why okay so so, people understand so i'm hungry because i am having the gastric sleeve and the 28th of this month so in a very short amount of time i'm kind of excited about it but because it's a surgery on your stomach you have to empty your stomach completely and shrink your liver and i have to be on a liquid diet for two weeks to shrink your liver. I have to shrink my liver because apparently when you're heavy, you have a fatty liver. Oh, yeah. And then with this diet, it reduces the fat upon your liver and it helps, it shrinks it. So they have more room in there to get around because you have to like shift your liver around and shit. Oh my God, that's crazy. Well, I mean, it's scary sounding a little. Yeah, I guess your liver is just in there kind of floating. I watched a video, like the whole surgery on YouTube yesterday. Oh my God. And it's basically this gun that they put in you and they snip and after they snip yeah they take this that it's this gun feeds out stary strips yeah and little itty bitty staples right titanium staples and it staples them as it cuts you so there's no leakage whatsoever so as you're cutting cutting what your stomach i thought you were putting a sleeve on it no it just it it's called the sleeve because they take half your stomach and they make the stomach into a sleeve like it's oh, shaped like, like I a thought sleeve. they put a thing on no, it that they can remove. No, that's a lap band. A lap this band. this oh. is this is a um permanent. Like there's no Oh shit. I can't get my other half of my stomach back. No kidding. Oh my god, that's kind of scary. It is scary, which is why oh. I I've, I've been having some issues especially now that they've switched my my surgeon last minute. Yeah. But anyway, I'm on this liquid diet. I'm very hungry. Um so I relate to these people and why they're angry because they too may have just been on a liquid diet that day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but well, I think the woman that I'm going to talk about was definitely on a liquid diet that night, but we can start with yours first because <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think she might be a little, Hi, less, a little less salty and a little more I'm sorry. Psycho. You're going to have to give me a second because I did not say hello to Danielle's dog. That I love very much. By the way, if you're going to adopt a dog, rescue a dog. Rescue a dog. Oh, she's my favorite rescue. Okay, so right. this mom once went to Disneyland, and she wants to ban all couples with no children from Disney. Jesus Christmas. Why? Like, uh, why, though? What is her there, rationale? There is a... Okay, if my phone would stop going crazy. Why she even freaking care? Well, there's a reason, according to this. Well, there. I guess there better be, because otherwise... Well, no, you know what? I, I don't actually think there's going to be any reason she could kind of come up with. So, this is the story. That... And she she has a post. Okay. 
And it was on Twitter. So she puts it on Twitter. So she puts it on Twitter. For pissed off. I, I don't tweet. So I don't tweet either. I don't tweet. So Twitter it says, it pisses itself. me off to no end when I see a childless couple without a, without at Disney, childless couples without at Disney World. Like, I guess she wants to say without children, but she said that with childless couples. So, Disney World is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap, and they have no idea the joy and the happiness it is to the mothers who buys her baby's treats and toys. They will never experience the enthusiasm that is to chase a three-year-old around and get, and getting stares at amusing, at assuming, and assuming I'm a bad mother. So this woman, first of all, is a terrible writer, and second of all, she's, she's like, you'll never know the joy of getting stared at because people think you're a bad mother. If people think you're a bad mother, there's no joy in those stares. Like they go through really you. They go through you. Okay. She's crazy. So. She's like all for damn rocker. So this is what she says about the millennials. Oh, fun. All right. She says, <laughs> this cunt in some very slutty shorts was what? buying a Mickey Mouse pretzel and Aiden, which I guess is her son, wanted one. But the line was very long. So I said later and it broke his poor little heart and, and he cried. I wanted to take that fucking pretzel from that tramp. Like, thanks, bitch. You made my son cry. Mind you, she did not make the son cry because she bought a pretzel. The mom made the son cry because she wouldn't stand in the line. Disney World is for the children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. You have no fucking idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three fucking hours with a cranky, tired, exhausting toddler. And I can't just tell him I, that we can't do something because it's his vacation, too. I fucking hate childless women with a burning passion. Is and she that was, trolling? I feel like this no, is so... No, she this, this she actually... Is this trolling? She actually... This is how she feels. Um, She's crazy, first of all. Second of all, if all children... Mother- <laughs> I wish people could see my face right now. I'm so, like, <laughs> if perplexed. All, if all mothers with children could skip the line in Disney, there would still be lines for the line skip. (laughs) Everybody would just be like frogging each other, basically. You know what I mean? Like, over and over and over. So I... What the actual hell? I don't agree with people who take their kids to Disney that young. I don't... I think at three, they're not really grasping it. They don't really understand the greatness of it. Like, I just don't get it. Like, if your kid is not at least six years old... Don't fucking take them. Yeah, because I always thought, like, with my kids, both of my boys went, but they were after. I think they were like, no, Jonathan, or Christopher was younger. I think he was probably, let me see, we split up 10 years ago, and he's 18. He was 8 when he first went. So he was. He was 8 years old, and then Jonathan went with my parents a little later on. Or whatever, but I always thought at least like five years old when they can kind of hold in their temper tantrums. Right, you can't. It's it's science that you don't have your first really cognitive memory memory until you're at least four and a half. So remembering something when you're three, two, one—that's it's very hard for people. Unless people use like more of their brain than other people, like they're they're like in in, on probably on the spectrum because everybody's on the spectrum. spectrum. Everybody's on the spectrum for you. Well, so just think like. I don't know. I mean, if you want to take your kids, take your kids, though. But, I mean, if they're right. going to, like, throw a temper tantrum, I'm like, But you know, don't sure. blame other people because you didn't want to stand in line for a Mickey Mouse pretzel. Yeah. Like, if your son wanted a pretzel, obviously your three-year-old is telling you something. He's hungry. 
take them and stand in line. But I don't think people who have kids under the age of five should take their kids to fucking Disney World. What fun is that for them? It's not fun for them. And it's not fun for your parents. I don't understand people who take their kids on vacation with them at all anyway. My daughter it's is... not fun. My daughter is almost 20 and I've never taken her on vacation. Oh my God, really? Never. Oh no, I she's, love taking she's my kids gone, on vacation. She's gone to the beach with other people. Yeah. She's gone to summer camps. Um, last year she went to Alabama on her own. Right. Like to see her best friend. Bye. Have good time. But now I would take her on vacation with me because I like her. But when she was like, <laughs> when she was like eight, nine, ten, eleven, no, I want to on my vacation. I want, I don't want to have to worry about a kid. It's not, it's not a vacation. I don't know. Now I enjoy taking my kids places. I always get it hyped up in my mind that oh my gosh, we're gonna go to like the Caribbean and it's gonna be this amazing thing and blah blah. blah. And really, they just beat each other up and then they want to, you know, they're bored or whatever it is. And you're like, you know, motherfucker, you know how much fucking thousands of dollars I spent on this goddamn trip. You know, and all I can think of is one day they'll remember, right? One day they'll be like, right. Okay. I mean, the not only that, thing, my kids are really good kids, though, they too. Are. But I have, like, I can, like, in terms of winning the lottery, I've won it with my two kids. They really are good. Like, I tease them, and we joke back and forth, and we have this, we have a really good relationship. But they really do kind of suck a little, like, taking them on vacations. I think it's just, like, kid code. Right. You remember when we took the kids to the Science Center? Yeah, that, that came, was a good day. That came up on my time hop. Yeah, that and was a good day. That was a good day. Like nobody complained, nobody yeah. cried, nobody fought. They were so cute in their little there science stuff to classes do. because they would see that is someplace you take a child. Yeah, they had stuff to but do. But I'm not time. I'm not taking my kids to the beach with me because that's my vacation and I want to be able to go out to the bar and I want to be able to get shit face drunk and I want to be able to <laughs> enjoy myself on my vacation yeah like when I would take the kids to the beach when they were younger I mean there is no there is no sitting down there is no sunning there is no like reading a book you're chasing your kids all around the whole time and it's this big stress ball right until and it's then you're getting, over like this lady you'll never know the joy of getting looked at like you're a bad mother because you're chasing your three-year-old around oh let me just tell you I do know I, I absolutely do know I actually told this story like I think the other day but I was in the grocery store with the kids when they were younger. I was in ShopRite. And Jonathan was tiny enough at that point that he was in the front of the cart and Christopher was pushing it. And we got to like where the I, the coffee aisle was. And, or creamer or whatever. And I had to get a thing of creamer. And I literally from like the two seconds it took me to traverse to the right to grab a thing of creamer. Somehow Jonathan found it would be really a, a great idea if he spit in Christopher's face. Oh. And Christopher is like, oh my God. Did you smack him? Yeah, so I turn around and I jump, leap into action, and I smack the living shit out of Jonathan because I'm like, home because training. that's gross and yeah, home it's training. disgusting and home training. Like, are you freaking kidding me right now or whatever? So some guy, right, turns around, looks at me, and says something along the lines of, "You know, you shouldn't be hitting your kid. That's not what a good mother does, or whatever." And in my half embarrassment, half rage mindset, you know, because I'm like. Because I hit him before I could even really truly think about it. I just right. realized it's he had spit in his mother's face. Yes, yeah, so I smacked and I smacked him in the face. Yeah, like, I smacked him like right in the face, and I'm like, "You don't do that!" And oh my god, I can't believe he spit in your brother's face. And here's this guy piping up saying, "And I'm like, and if you don't want to shut your mouth, I'll hit you too. Why don't you mind your own business?" Like this is what I said. So I'm like, so I'm talking about having home training with my kids, but then I threaten to beat up another person that tells me I'm a bad mother. But it did kind of stick with me because I was like, my kid spit in his brother's face. So, like, imagine if that's when he's older and I allow that to go on and he's older and he spits in a cop's face or he spits in his teacher's face or whatever because 
I don't give him any home training. And then I'm a fucking bad mother anyway. So you know, fuck all you motherfuckers that think you know better. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But, like, this crazy bitch, this crazy bitch, like, I feel like she's either trolling or she's completely psychotic. Because, you know, there's those people, though, that'll post shit because they just, you do it. Well, you'll post stuff and you'll be like, I'm going to, I'm going to bed. I'm going to see what shit show pans out in the morning when right. you say something. I'm like, is this really her? She's calling a millennial a cunt because she got a fucking pretzel. And we don't even know if that girl was millennial. No, we don't even know. But I'm like, like she could have been. She could have been there, 15, 16 years old, like on vacation with her family. I know. She could have been the child of <coughs> of a mother. She should be able to skip that line. Did they tell you? <laughs> did they tell you what her her twit handler was? Handle or what? Handler. No, they they, they scribbled it. I up. hate when people do that shit. If they're gonna be brazen enough to put it on there, and everybody can screenshot it, and there's a reason why, because so many people were like, "What in the actual fuck that I just read?" You know what I mean? Like they don't even know what's going on. I'm like, it should be up there for the whole world to see. Like, I know I they scribbled it out. Like I want to know who she is. No, you know what? But that's also like, remember when the one lady was like, um, throwing a fit. Because her baby's name was going to be so amazing, and it was going to be so different. It was like Prince something or whatever. I forget what the hell it was. And all these people were like, is she fucking Oh, the, the chick that uses the board? I don't know if it was a board. I can't remember what it was now. So now I'm like going like completely off topic. Yeah, they're, time, they're but... like Tylin, Quilin, Phylin. Um... No, it wasn't her. But yes, there's other ones like her out there. See, I couldn't work with somebody like her. Like, it's my biggest fear that if, God forbid, anything happens to this job and I end up back in an office, I'm going to sit next to this idiot. Probably. Bitching about Disneyland. And then I'm going to lose my job because I'm going to smack her. Yeah. Because apparently I don't know how to use my own home training when I'm around people like this. Funny kid story. Um, When Katie was six, we were in Redner's Market, and I got her one of those three-tiered... Princess cakes that was shaped like a castle, and I was oh, so hyped yes. to get this cake. Oh my god, I always wanted one of those. And it was her first like at home birthday party. It wasn't like anything big. It was just family. Yeah. Um, I remember it was right after my nephew got uh, uh, diagnosed with autism. Okay. And because there was a cake that was in the shape of a castle uh-huh. on the table, he made everybody eat underneath the table because it was like they were eating in the castle. Oh, okay. <laughs> But sidetracked. So anyway, we're in Redner's and we're getting this cake and my daughter wanted to wear her princess outfit to the grocery store and she's right. wearing her princess dress and she's got a sash that says birthday princess and a crown. Oh my God, I love it. And she, I want the same outfit. Right. And we're in line <laughs> and there's a lady in front of us and she turns around and she looks at my daughter who's six at the time and she says, oh sweetie, you look so pretty. Is it your birthday? And my daughter is like, um, yeah, do you see my sash? <laughs> like, like, my daughter is so hype, and she's like, well, why are you here? And she's like, my mom got me this cake, and she tells her all about her princess cake. So this lady, this da- my daughter looks at this lady and gives her our full address and says, you can come to my party at this address. Oh, my address. God. And if you get lost, call my mom at this number. Which is great, because my daughter at six knew her address and my phone number. Yay! Oh my god! Where like, are you? Parenting. I'm standing there and I'm like, like I, I'm You're like in so much shocking. Like, and I've, I've got my child by her shoulder, like shut up. But I didn't want to be rude. Oh my god! So the lady goes ahead of us and she's got like a roll of tape and a couple other things, like little things. But she's got a big bag with her, and the the security guard comes up to her as we are getting ready to go through the line, and yeah. he says, "We can do this the easy way or the hard way." 
do you really want to empty your pockets in front of that little girl? And this little, this lady is like a thief. <gasps> and what? she is in there shoplifting and she's talking to my child and my child just gave a thief my home address and my oh, phone number. Oh my God. And so the lady is like, I don't know what you're talking about. So of course she's putting up a fight. So they make her empty everything right there. So as they're doing that, like right in front of us, like a little down the way yeah. in the aisle, I pay for the cake and I'm like, let's get the hell out of here. I don't need Katie to see all this. Right. And as we're walking by, <clears throat> Katie stops and she looks at this lady and she says, you're not invited to my party anymore <laughs> i'm like oh my god oh my god and she was like you shouldn't steal and i'm like come on Caitlin. oh my god so i finally get her in the car and i'm like hysterically laughing at this point because hey i'm really proud of my oh. child she is like on point she knows her phone number she knows she knows my phone number she knows her address she knows stealing's bad. Like, I'm on a parenting win. Right. But she just chastised this woman for stealing. This woman who probably has mental illness and can't help herself. Oh, my God. And she's like, you can't come to my party anymore and stealing is wrong. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this day already. I, I have got to tell you what happened last night. The fact that I didn't call you immediately and tell you, like, and back to. I can't believe, I didn't call either one of you bitches to tell you what happened, but... So my, for all of you guys that know, Rogers has a daughter and it was her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Maya. Happy birthday. I just love her to death. She's like such a good kid. And, um, she wanted to go to Ruby Tuesdays. So we all pile in the car and we go to Ruby Tuesdays. Well, <laughs> Roger gets up at the end of the meal and goes to the bathroom and then comes back out and says, there's a man in there. And he's like crying. I'm like, what do you mean he's crying? He's like, he's like crying i guess like he's constipated i'm like oh my god so he's like grunting and he's like yeah he's grunting i'm like well that's not fucking crying first of all like let's just you know let's discover why that's not the same thing like because i'm like well what did somebody die he had to like you know walk away from the table because the love of his life died or he's in there like oh my god i can't shit like which one is it you know so anyway so he comes back and then christopher leaves and christopher's gone like 20 fucking minutes and I'm like it's Christopher and leave it to my child like you can't leave it up to my child to go like take a raging shit like in the Ruby Tuesdays right so I'm like what the hell so I finally tell Roger like can you please please do that he did I'm like he like you know I mean obviously if you gotta go you gotta go but I'm like 20 minutes later like seriously it's like you get in there you push it out as hard as you can and then you flush and you get out of there and you hope it doesn't smell and everything else and you try to move on before anybody thinks that you're taking a dump in a restaurant bathroom at least that's how i feel about it right yeah Carry so, and i have ibs so i mean Carry this should have some, some poopery yeah some poopery right so anyway so uh, roger that really goes, works by the way <laughs> roger goes in <laughs> i gotta get christopher to send this to me roger goes in and checks on him and just as he like opens the door christopher's coming out of the stall washing his hands or whatever and he comes back out and Christopher comes to the table and he's doing this, yo, oh my God, oh my God. But he's like trying to like scream whisper to us as he's like running towards our table from the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Stuff. And I'm like, what, what? And he's like, look at this video. Oh my God. Come to find out the guy wasn't grunting. He was jacking off. He's literally jacking off in the stall next to Christopher. <laughs> Christopher videoed it. Christopher videotaped his leg. And at first, when he said it to me, I'm like, hey, what is he peeing on the floor? Because the, the, it was such bad lighting in there that the way it looked as his leg was shaking, like the man's leg was shaking under, you know what I mean? Shaking oh back and forth. Oh my God, so he wasn't It crying. looked like he was peeing on the floor. And I'm like, is that what it is? He was like, no, 
he was touching himself. I'm like, how do you know? He was like, I was about to be like, dude, knock it off. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? So Ruby Tuesday's in there. <laughs> oh my God, that's where my mom called the, my sister called my mom a cunt on Mother's Day. Is that where it was? Who was your waiter? Ah, it was, was a blonde hair girl. Oh, it was like, we had a really handsome young man. I was just like, oh my God. So he literally has the video of this guy like just jacking off in the stall next to him and he was like bugging out and then like all night long we just kept laughing like in this very odd way and I'm like, thank God everybody was of age. Right. You know what I mean? Like at the time when he's coming back to tell him, I'm like, how would I explain that to a younger child? <laughs> so why Roger, this is a big deal? Roger thought Mom he was, thought he was constipated and constipated and didn't make no. the connection and Christopher was like, Mom. No, I gotta get Christopher to send me the video. You guys are gonna absolutely shit your entire pants. Like, it I can't is believe so that I'm up. just now hearing about this. I can't believe I freaking forgot about it. But we we ended up going to see a movie afterwards. We saw um, Stories You Tell in the Dark, which was actually great. It was PG thirteen, and I thought it was gonna be like a leg up from like Goosebumps or something, and but it wasn't. It was actually really decent. Yeah, Katie saw it and said it was really. I funny. really liked it. So anyway, so this guy like literally just jacking off in the bathroom. I'm like, who does that shit? Who's like, excuse me, I'm going to leave my here's, meal. Here's so my concept of it. Here's my take on myself. it. Here's my take on it. Ew, I'm so, so disgusted. Here's this guy who probably hasn't had a date in a really long time. And we don't know why he hasn't had a date in a really long time. Maybe he's widowed and it's his first time and he knows that this is going to go somewhere tonight. And he's like, I haven't came in like Ew, six years. stop it. No. So I have to release this pressure so I can be there for her <laughs> tonight because I have to bring my A game if I want a second date. He was in there for half an hour. His date probably left his ass because he was in there with Roger. Roger had to butt mud that place too. Then Christopher, who butt mudded for another 20 minutes in there. I'm like, and then he was still in there when we left. So at least 30 minutes. Maybe. Uh, no, 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 Jamie. Uh, no. Yeah. Maybe he took a Viagra and it lasted longer than four hours. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess maybe if we... Didn't, maybe he's a stress masturbator. Maybe stress something masturbator. went down and he couldn't handle it. So he had to go and get, like, relieve it. There's the, I think that's a thing. I'm not sure, though. I don't know, but going back to what we were talking about... Oh, yeah, crazy bitches. Okay, so... <laughs> NewJersey.com. Speaking of crazy bitches and the masturbation. I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of... So, NewJersey.com posts something, and this is on the 15th, and it's actually making its rounds all over Facebook, so I'm just like, oh, dear God. Because at first I was like, is this one of those, like, fake sites or something, kind of like the oniony? I forget what the hell they call them, but I was like, I wonder at first, but it's not. So, a woman got stood up for late night sex, and she tried to kill the man by torching his house. And this is fucking serious. She... She burned down a Woodbury man's house, set the fire. Oh, I know Woodbury. This is Gloucester County? I, it's in Jersey, yeah. It's Jersey, yes. Woodbury, Westboro, Westboro, yeah. all those people. That is the fun town. Mind you, it's right next door to Gloucester, who has the most bars per capita. Like, there's like eight, eight bars a block. Oh, my God. Well, she must have been somewhere because her name was Tasia? M. Russell, 29 of Blackwood, was arrested Tuesday and charged mm. with attempted murder and aggravated arson in the August 4th torching. Woodbury is like the Newcastle of Jersey. <laughs> this man is like, oh my God. He was like, hey, baby, why don't you come on over? And what was her name? this D on you. And she's like, okay. Tasia? That's why. Tasha? That's why. M. Russell? You never, ever, ever date a girl who was born with a stripper name. Like... <laughs> 
Well, apparently he was like, I'm going to put that D on you. She's like, oh, yeah. And drives on over there. And then he fucking falls asleep. Because that's what he said. He was like, I fell asleep. Like, I just happened to fall asleep. And I'm like, how do you fall asleep when her, she's blowing up your phone and knocking on the door? And then he I think of Roger. Drunk. He does it. He just. He was probably drunk. He probably was. But Roger is drunk. Probably and he sleeps drunk, everything. Hit the blunt. Was getting ready to do. He was probably <laughs> like. Blunt. He was probably like, yeah, this girl's going to come over. I'm just going to sit down. And I live with a man who can fall asleep in 2.7 seconds. Yeah. Like, he'll sit down and be like, babe, let's watch a... But she torched his fucking house and almost killed him. He's the... got burns on well, his body. You know what? She was horny. And, he's... <laughs> and he... that's what he gets. He was false advertisement. It was false advertisement. <laughs> but I'm like, how do you have this stuff with you to, to burn, burn somebody's house? Yeah, no, like... she didn't. She didn't. She went there. She knocked on the window. She probably, she probably got into the shower, shaved her shit, shaved her legs. Like, yeah. fucking lotioned up from head to toe. She probably put some mad effort. She was probably wearing a little something-something for him. <laughs> and she probably put some effort into that shit. And when she got there, he was sleeping. He probably fell asleep waiting for her because she was putting all the effort into it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, what do you just have, like, a gas can later? No, she probably got and... pissed off. She probably went to the little self-serve gas station down the street, which I don't even know if you can get gas cans in Jersey. Like, I think you have to go to Walmart because they have to know. fill. You can't pump your own ja- gas in Jersey. Like, one of the attendants has to fill your gas can. I, I don't know, but I'm like, how did she, I mean, but what goes through your mind? Either that or that she, angry. Either that or she was really prepared and she actually had gas in the gas can in the trunk. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's like, oh my God, did you not know she was this crazy before? Because I feel like people that do that, like, give warning signs. Oh yeah, big red flags. Big red flags. Big, fat, freaking huge red flags, so. Probably, he probably knew her. He probably. He obviously knew her. He probably, it wasn't like a Tinder It setup. wasn't a Tinder hookup, no. It was probably now. something he did before, and he knows how this girl feels about him, and he's probably just using her and pl- fucking with her head. He's probably that guy. Well, he's And she's just had enough. The man described Russell as a side chick in a police right. report on the incident. Police were alerted to the fire on 4.30 a.m. when the man ran into the Woodbury Police Station lobby wearing only a t-shirt and covered in soot. What the fuck? Coughing and out of breath, he told them he had just escaped from his burning home a short distance away on the South Barber Street. After firefighters doused the blaze and rescued the victim's dog, investigators determined the fire was an arson. No shit. No shit. Right? But a review of messages on the man's phone and surveillance video led police to Russell, according to the criminal com- criminal complaint. The victim told police he invited her to his house for sex but fell asleep before she arrived. And then she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> a, review of fo- a review of his phone showed eight missed calls from Russell, police said, along with text messages in which she wrote, You wasted my money to come out here. You ah. smoked? I see you want to die, and I swear to God, I hope you die. So, police obtained security camera videos showing her purchasing lighter fluid, matches, and a lighter from a nearby gas station. All right, this is not funny. It's not funny at all in this okay, it's, it's funny. But just like, what the actual fuck, Tasia? This is going to be an episode of Snapped. It, she did snap. It is on And you snapped. know why yes. she snapped? Because this woman is clearly in love with him. And he is basically giving all his time to somebody else until he's horny. And then he calls her up and he's like, hey, this is my side chick. Women, don't be side chicks. Know your fucking worth. Know your worth. Don't be out there with guys that you know have boyfriends giving out the punani just to be hurt in the long run. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Well, her, don't, I think she don't was Don't be right. a Tasia. Don't be a Tasia. We don't, we don't need none of that. So, I mean, that was just like... 
unstinking believable. But then, so you have these women who have lost their actual mind. And then we got to talk about this other woman, though. We have to, because this is also making the rounds. And I know both of us, when we talked about this, I was like, oh, I got this woman who blah, blah, blah. And Jamie's like, I do too. Look, and we both had saved it. So according to Fox 29 Philadelphia, which again is our local TV station, on their website, it says, woman who thought she was having kidney stone pain unexpectedly gives birth to triplets. Okay? And I just do not, do not understand. Okay, we actually have... You have a friend. I, I, have, I know her just through right. you. Like, I have a friend. You know, whatever. Who actually did have a baby, didn't know she was pregnant until the very, very end. Right. But the reason she did not know she was pregnant is because, A, if you're a bigger girl, your periods aren't as regular as they're supposed to be, especially if you're athletic. Right. So she was already athletic, so her periods weren't regular anyway. Like, she's like full contact ice hockey. Right. Like, fucking athletic. Yeah. Um, she also just had the gastric bypass surgery. So, your body is, like, making noises, and it's got right. gas bubbles, and you've always got heartburn. So, all these things that are associated usually with pregnancy, and she wasn't gaining weight. She was losing weight because she had just had the surgery. surgery. So, she got pregnant about two months out after having the surgery, which, thank God she's okay because that could be very dangerous. Right. Um, and so, that's how we didn't know until... She had him. And he was perfectly healthy. He was a healthy weight. I think oh, he was God. like he's so cute six too. pounds. Oh, my God. He's the most adorable. Oh, he's, he's so, so smart. And she, I can tell you right now, we were shit face fucking drunk the day before he, I she remember. had him. I remember when she did. And yeah. I, I said we should have named this baby Jack because that's what it lived on is Jack and Gingers. Like, Oh, my God. And that's is that his name? No. No, no, his okay, name good. is Nikki. But okay. he, he's a great kid, and he's so smart, and he's so funny. And, I mean, the baby is completely healthy. So I mean, thank God. I mean, given. It could have been so much worse. Because I do wasn't. remember being at OTR. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little bar that Jamie used to work at, and we all go there. And it's actually funny. The one book. We don't that, go there the, anymore. The books I did manage to get done, I wrote about it, too. So I'm like, maybe if we ever get really big, people will be like, oh, I want to go to OTR. Kim would love that, right? The owner. Kim would just be like, oh, my God, that's great. But anyway. Um, I remember seeing her, and then, like, a couple days later, they're like, she had a baby, and I'm like, what? Like, you right. could not tell. And you could not tell. I have pictures. She pregnant? I have pictures of her. She had the baby in, in December, December 1st or 2nd, and there's pictures of her doing my daughter's hair for her sweet 16, and you can't tell. Which is like, about October. She's right? a little, yeah, she's yeah. a little chunky in the face, but if you look at her stomach, it's still flat. So she must have had, like, an inverted uterus or something it's like some of those people happened, but she thought she had a blockage she thought she just couldn't poop and she has a super high pain tolerance like she's had two knee surgeries she's ripped her acl or whatever or meniscus or whatever it is playing full-on male female fucking ice hockey right contact ice hockey she does not play around she is the most badass bitch that i know and then she went and had a badass ninja baby well i mean well this woman went and had a badass triplets Right. I, Which I, I do not understand. I'm sorry. I do not understand. Like, sometimes I think women right. go to denial. There, there's one, there's like a maybe difference one. between one, <clears throat> but there's a big difference between three. And I think she must have been a big girl. Well, it says, a woman from South Dakota thought she was being rushed to the hospital for kidney stones, but was told by doctors when she arrived that she was actually going to labor with triplets. According to KSFY, 
Danette Giltz was in shock when doctors told her she was about to give birth to three new babies that ended up all being born within four minutes, each weighing at about four pounds on August 10th. And she said, I started getting pains. I figured it was a kid. It was kidney stones because I've went through them before. You don't ever see triplets being conceived naturally, let alone going 34 weeks without knowing. So everyone's like, I can't believe it. We're still in shock. Trust me. How? How? Even if you're a big girl. I mean, how big do you got to be? 7,000 pounds? Like, to not feel three fucking babies? I mean, we don't know her circumstances. I know, I don't, but I, I mean, just, they I might just, have been, just, they're yeah. all decent-sized babies. Like if, They're humongous! They're, well, they're not, they're four pounds. But no, for but triplets, I mean, that's, a, that's a good size. Like, they could probably all go home. That's so what I mean, they probably they could go probably home. They were really crowded in there. She probably couldn't feel shit. They probably couldn't move. They still move. I don't know. There's no way in hell. I, I, do they have a picture like, of her? Like, what did she make? No, they don't have a picture, picture of her, but they have a picture of the triplets. I know, they're so cute. And I'm like, oh my God, two girls and a boy, I think. Uh-huh. I'm like, how? Like, and it's so weird because I think we've gone through this before and they even have a show about it. Like, I didn't know I was pregnant. Look, I pregnant. When I got kidney stones the how? first time, yeah, I went to the doctor and as I went into the elk duty ER, I looked at this girl and I said, I'm either in labor or I have a kidney stone. If I'm in labor, I had no idea I was pregnant. Do not call that show. <laughs> Do not call that show. And that lady was like, I hope it's a kidney stone. I said, you and me fucking both. And they, <laughs> and like that lady was so scared for me when I said it that she rushed me right back. And I knew I had a kidney stone within 20 minutes of going to the hospital. Oh, my God. But she wanted to make sure it wasn't labor. <laughs> That's, like, just so scary. Like, I cannot even imagine. Like, in a million years, though. Like, how do you... Three, and then all of a sudden you just have three fucking babies. Like, I just can't even... And you I have just nothing cannot. at home. Like, nothing. Well, I watched... My mom's got me stuck on these goddamn reality shows. And the one's outdaughtered. I think that's six of them. And then there's this other one that I found that I actually like better. And they're, like, the most adorablest people. And I cannot remember what the hell they're called. Sweet Home Six Tuplets or something. So, my cousin Dawn... And I love them. I love that show. Their, but I'm just saying, their bellies were humongous with all those babies. I mean, uh, granted, they're like three more than what this woman had. But there is no way. Like, I just don't know. Like, I'm kind of, I wouldn't, I want to like ask her questions about like, well, what did you feel? Like, in recollection, like, or not recollection, but in looking back, would you now see like, oh, okay, I did have some signs. You know what I mean? Like, there was signs at some point. Yes. Because what the actual fuck? So, my cousin Dolan had quintuplets. Oh, did she? Uh, I think she was the first pe- person in Delaware. Unfortunately, one passed away at birth. But now, she has four beautiful daughters. Oh, wow. Aww. Four beautiful daughters, and I think they they might be graduating or they just started driving. That oh, is a lot yep, of babies. They, I would flip. They just started their senior year. Aww. Look at that. But she went, I think she went through IVF, IVF. And, and she knew that she was going to be having them. Like, <laughs> but I don't understand how you don't know you're pregnant with triplets. But we don't know how things go either. Like, what else? I've, I just wish I could ask questions. Like, I would like right. to ask questions. Like, how like, when did things you like not this know? happen, they should open, these people that are, are like all over Facebook should open like a, an ask me anything page. Like, yeah. Like, how did this happen? But, like, like I said, if she's a big girl, she may not have had regular periods. 
I don't know. I'm just thinking, I don't know. The whole thing is just so crazy. But in other news, though, we have to give a good shout out to Delaware. Delaware is doing some good shit right now. And I'm very, very excited. I'm a humongous advocate. Dogs are my favorite thing. There's like a meme going around on Facebook that says I care about like three people and like 7,000 dogs on Facebook that I don't know. (laughs) That is me. Okay. Like if I ever won the lottery, I probably would adopt every single fucking dog there was because I can't stand thinking that they're going to die in a shelter. And they won't have to in Delaware anymore because Delaware becomes the first no-kill state for shelter animals in the U.S. Bravo, Delaware! Bravo! We are so proud of our little state that they were able to get that done. Look, ladies, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Lainey, actually, it's it's interesting. Lainey, when I got Lainey, I wanted to go get a little tiny dog. I was feeling a certain kind of way. It's divorced. It had been a couple years. And I was lonely and, like, dating fucking sucked. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a little dog I can dress up and be that girl with. Like, I want to take it with me everywhere they go or everywhere I go. And I want to put them in little dresses and, like, little hats and take pictures of them and start an Instagram account. That is where my life was headed at the time. You poor thing. It was it was a sad time. It was a sad time. <laughs> so we I'm not going to lie to you. We call them the darker years. It was, it was the darker years. <laughs> and I walked into um, the SPCA because I knew I didn't want a puppy or any of that. I knew I wanted to save one. And I walked into the SPCA, and somehow I walked out with fucking Lainey, a goddamn red-nosed pit bull. Who's so cute? Lainey, who's And she cute? is literally the sweetest, most lovable, most licking herself 7,000 times a day dog. But She's giving herself she's a pedicure right now. She's my best friend in the whole entire world. Like, I love this dog everywhere. I mean, we, we spoon. Roger and I don't live together, so every night, Lainey and I, we spoon. That's how we go to bed. And when Roger sleeps, I sleep over... <laughs> He doesn't sleep awake because she's always trying to, like, get in her spot that he's now occupying. And I only have a queen bed, so it's it's really funny. But, yeah, somebody actually, they took her out of a breeding ring. And when they got her out of this breeding ring, she had really bad, like, infections in her ears and her brain and everything. And they were going to have to put her down. And somebody came by and literally dropped off $3,500 to save her. And they saved her, and she was in the SPCA for a year and a half before I got there. And it's just so crazy. I can't imagine my life without her now. And I got her when she was three years old. I've had her for, like, you know, eight, nine years now at this point. And I'm just like, she's just the love of my life. But congratulations, Delaware. I'm just so proud of the 302 right now. I had to make sure that we talked about that and that um, a lot of – it's the nonprofit Best Friends Animal Society. I want to give a shout-out to them because they're the ones who are working with shelters Animal welfare organizations and government agencies across the country to make America a no-kill country by 2025. So I'm like, that's kind of interesting. So, and they're taking like feral cats and they're neutering them and then putting them back out and, you know, that kind of thing. Because apparently, and I did not know this, cats are euthanized like way more than dogs. Like apparently, like double. Don't tell me that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh my God, that makes me like so sad. So I just wanted to put a shout out of that about Delaware and thank you so much for doing that. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen, you know, coming out of that. Um, Also in Delaware, apparently we have the best cheesesteaks in Delaware at a place called Tender Bones. It's a little barbecue shop. So if you're ever in that area, go ahead and stop by there and... You know, they were just voted number one cheesesteak. And I like a good cheesesteak. Right now, I would like any cheesesteak. <laughs> I think you would like anything at this point. I came down the steps with a bag of chips, and she was like, oh, you have chips. 
But uh, I think she would have killed me if she could have had one chip. Congratulations, Tenderbones. And also, if you are interested and you want to get a tattoo, our si- our friend Justin Fortner just opened his own shop, and it's called Malarkey is Tattoo. Own shop? I think it's his own shop. Either way, he works is. there, and he's fucking awesome. He's done. So, he's done two of my tattoos. Right. So Malarkey, Malarkey Inc. And you can find them on the Google. On the Google. <laughs> and actually, Tenderbones is getting a big thing right now, too. Not to take away from Justin, because like I said, Justin did two of my tattoos. But um, He's a big talent, people. Big talent. Big, and, he, yeah, and he's my bar BFF. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Tenderbones is getting like all kinds of stuff, because they're like three pounds. Yeah. They're it's like a three pound fucking mungus. cheesesteak. I swear to God, I am so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Roger said he wanted to get one. I'm like, okay, well, we'll go. And I actually am having stomach problems myself right now. I have, like, gastritis or something. And I'm like, I can't fucking eat anything. So, there's, it's. it's so, you're going to have to wait, Roger. I know. So, I'm like, you can't go over there and eat that, too, because I want some. And then poor Jamie's like, I have to be on a liquid diet because I got to shrink my damn liver. I can't have anything. Oh, so, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, Paco gave me $60. I said, I'm going to go to the grocery store. And get, like, some sugar-free jello and things that I'm actually allowed to have. Sugar-free right. popsicles, watermelon. Thank God for watermelon. Right. All these things that I'm allowed to have, I, I'm trying to, I'm going to go get. So right. he's like, well, here's $60, go grocery shop. And I'm like, for you don't have to pay for my stuff. Like, this is for me, for my stuff. He was like, Katie and I still have to eat. <laughs> the grocery store and just buy you know whatever you want like sorry he was like, he was like katie and i are not on this crazy diet we didn't do this to ourselves <laughs> and i was like oh my god you are not gonna hate this when i'm like sexy and able to go out in a completely slutty halloween costume i know your facebook status was um slutty halloween is on right or is a go. Slutty, Slutty Halloween, Halloween is, is a, a go. go. So I don't think I'm going to be so skinny that I'm going to be able to pull off Slutty Halloween this year. So I was going to do something where I can still be a little slutty, like Mary Poppins. Like, <laughs> How do you slut like Mary Poppins? semi-trashy Mary... Trailer Park, Trailer Park Mary Poppins I was going to go for. I don't Like my own understand. bastardized version. But I've decided, I think, I'm not exactly 100% on this. Okay. I think instead I'm going to do Cruella DeVille or Jessica Rabbit because the guy who just who um, wrote Jessica Rabbit yeah. just passed away. Oh, really? Who, who wrote Roger Rabbit. Oh. Or one of the actors. Right. The, the guy who plays Please Eddie. Oh, he passed away? He passed away. Oh, okay. So, he was like 80-something. So, I, I'm going to, um, I think either Cruella DeVille or Jessica Rabbit. That way I'm still covered, but I can put some Spanx on and still be done. <laughs> I put on some Spanx. There you go. Right. I think my sister this year is doing um, somebody from Clue. I think her and her friends are going to all dress up as characters from Clue and go out like that. That's kind of a good idea. Yeah, she's fucking clever like that. Honestly, I'm not at all. The only reason she's doing it is because they're doing this murder mayhem at um, a museum somewhere around here. Oh. And... I went to buy the ticket, and Jen and Bacon got the last tickets. So, oh, did they? Yeah, it's in October on Kira's birthday, so I can't even go. Go on, you can't even go to your own Kira. You can't even go to your own sister's birthday. No, but, but I wow, mean, but just fine. It's a, like a whole murder mystery thing. The yeah. last time they had a murder mystery thing, everybody got pregnant. everybody got pregnant. So fuck you. You can have your murder mystery. 
Like, um, They no. did three of the couples. All of them. All the couples got pregnant? I thought it was all but one. No, all of them. Yeah, because even our my bestie Beth had a baby. Beth, Jen, but Jen unfortunately lost that baby and then got pregnant again. Right. And then um, Justin and Hope, but unfortunately Hope is no longer with us. Oh, my God. So that was kind of a, that was kind of a, I don't know. Let's just move on from that one. That yeah. sounds awful, but... But you know how you're, like, talking about food and, like, the food that you do want to have? Mm-hmm. So, somebody posted that this fucking guy, his name's Bill Kelly. This is on People Magazine's site. And <laughs> this guy, Bill Kelly, the owner of Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop, a chain of sweet stores with nine locations in Pennsylvania and Ohio. I feel like I'm doing their fucking free marketing for them. They are probably the first person to ever mix a classic Oreo cookie and a dill pickle slice. Ew! And basically, you know how, like, you do, like, we put chocolate on Oreo cookies and, like, maybe some sprinkles for Christmas or some shit. Like, we might get a little fancy and do that. Well, they do that, but they do the Oreo cookie and then put, like, a dill pickle slice and then cover it in chocolate. That's disgusting. I feel like this is just sacrilegious and it shouldn't be. It's disgusting. You know what else is disgusting and I don't care who agrees with me or not. Chocolate covered bacon is gross. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. Chocolate covered potato chips, on the other hand, the bomb dick. You know what? Somebody had told me about that. I think Allison told me about that a long time ago. Was that, you know, chocolate covered? Chocolate like, covered some, Like, get some Hershey's chocolate and dip your cho- and dip them in there. It's, like, great at PMS time. I've never tried um, it. You just go to the farmer's market? Yeah. And get them there. Or Boscov's. I think Boscov sells them. Chocolate like, covered chips? chips? Oh, my God. But, I mean, who does that, though? Oreo cookies with a slice of dill pickle. And apparently, a lot of people are doing it because... That's what he does. I'm like, this is disgusting. Oh my god, my dog is like licking herself to death. She's giving herself a pedicure. Leave her yeah, alone. Yeah, stop it. I know, but she's like, I mean, it's like all you hear the whole entire freaking time. It's like oh, disgusting. Speaking of sound effects, oh yeah, yeah, audio yeah. porn. <laughs> we can thank our boss for sending us. This, oh this my one. god, you go ahead because I can't. I can't even. You don't want to do it. Okay, so according to Forbes, audio porn is like. The new leading um, erotic tech, but it's being led by women. So women are leading in the multi-million dollar category of erotic tech, and it's audio porn. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's audio erotica, and porn has been steadily growing on the internet for years. Just Google the keywords, and you'll find various podcasts, YouTube channels, and even Reddit threads offering sexy sounds, sometimes crowdsourced from the community. Ha. Ah. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, let's just, even on like you porn. Okay. When they do like amateur videos, I love. The I amateur don't. Videos. I don't because it's usually ugly people. I can't watch porn when it's ugly people or old people. Oh, old people are which weird. is gross. It's disgusteruny. Danielle, we're forty something. Like old people are gonna. It's good. soon. That's gonna be us. Like when I'm I mean, sixty, like my old. goal, my goal is to put up a video on Pornhub. <laughs> Yeah, it is not. You're so shit, I swear to God. So I I understand how audio porn could be a thing. And you know who the key listeners are? It's women. It might it's, be. It's led by women, and it is, women are more audible. Like, they want to hear it. They, they can imagine. Men, men are visual. Women are not. Women are more sound-related. Like, they know, like, if it's good or not by the sound that something makes. So when I was 20. Oh, here we go. Katie was in <laughs> kindergarten. So when I was 27, 
You were 27. I was 27. I was a single mom. I didn't have a car. I was trying to make ends meet. I was a phone sex operator. (laughs) (laughs) I love that about you. I love that. I know that about you. My busiest (laughs) hours were between 8 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. And they were mostly like truckers. Every once in a while we get a female that would call. But... Harry, was it you? No. no kidding. <laughs> Poor Harry's gonna be like, stop saying my name. But we love you, Harry. We can't help it. You're near a trucker, so we thought of I thought of you immediately. No, not I a love you, Harry. It wasn't Harry. <laughs> um, it, but I, I would have truckers call me, and they would tell me, you know, I'm in a hotel. I just got off the road, and men have like different fetishes. Like one wanted me to humiliate them, and I he would call Ew. he would call three times a week. Oh my um, god! But I would use things. For sound effects, like lotion in your hand. Sounds like you're jacking somebody else. Sounds like a hoo-ha. Like, like. Oh. Um, sounds like a hoo-ha. Oh, my God. You also, would not. Also, if you make Easy Mac and you stir the macaroni and cheese. What? Shut up right now. There, there's things that make these sounds that I made... I made good money the three months that I did that. I was, able, with, I was able to buy a car and get an actual good job. Right. But I needed something that I could do with my, chi- with my child in school. Right. In those hours. And at the time, phone sex operator was the thing. My sister was so mortified. You know how Kira's always disappointed anyway. She's so disappointed in you. This, is, <laughs> this was no joke the most disappointed Kira has ever been in me. Which I didn't understand, and I was like, I'm just talking dirty to people on the phone. Like, right. Ron, Ron used to love it. He used to come and sit and listen to me. And, really? And he would he would either, two things would happen. He would either be like, what the fuck? Or he would get turned on. Right. So, that, <laughs> that was way more realistic. Um, <laughs> Ew, oh my god, this is, let me hear all about it. Okay. <laughs> My sister, Maybe I so, so my, name, my name was Lizzie. According to my bio, because you could listen to the bio and pick your girl. Uh-huh. According to my bio, I was 5'7". Oh, were you then? Pale complected, ginger, green eyes. Oh, wow. Okay. And southern. Hi, so you would have to be like, so, so my greeting was something like, hey, y'all, this is Lizzie. And <laughs> if you... I'm guaranteed a good time or whatever, like, with the, the whole accent. Did they give you a script to read from? No. To like, start you with? were on your own. Really? Like, they gave you little pointers, but no, you were on your own. Like, you... What? Like, my first phone call lasted, like, two seconds. They they banged out on me. They were like, this is awful. Oh, God. So, I had to, like, I had to get right. But oh, when God. I did Oops. get right, like, I would I would only have to make five or six phone calls a day because I would, like, well, they would call me. Right. But I would keep them on the line for a good 45 minutes, like... I, I'm a national treasure <laughs> in everything that I do. <laughs> in everything that I do. And I'm telling you, I, they, it, I made good money doing it. So this audio porn thing is not too far-fetched. I mean, we could probably make a killing. That's what their boss said, too. But I guess it's so funny they say. But the thing is, you guys can't be, like, like I am no holds barred. Like, there's nothing, there's not a prudish bone in my whole entire body. I will say things that I will never, ever do in a million fucking years. Like, I will stick my toe up your bunghole and then, <laughs> then suck my own toe. Ew! And I'll say, see, you would never be able to say that. But I if wouldn't. somebody wants that, you can... Put, I can put that out there without even, like, thinking twice about it. 
Do they still have that? Like, I don't have a filter. Do you think they still have sex phone operators or phone sex operators? I think they have party lines now. I don't know. I don't know if there's actual phone sex operators. But there are, like, you know, at late night TV commercials where they're like, call. Call, blah, blah, blah. And they're party lines. Yeah. And you just talk and then you can set up dates. But they're like, I don't know. But they don't need party lines because you can watch a freaking girl masturbate on YouTube for free. I know. Well, this one they said from extensive Airbnb descriptions and locations like Chulum? Chulum? I don't know. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't fucking know how to pronounce nothing. All right, to POV audios, point of view audios, of feminist boyfriends that want to please you, the new wave of audio erotica startups have hit the spot. Pun intended. Yeah, in 2019, they have collectively raised over $8 million to build scalable products that are pleasant both to millennials and VCs alike. I don't know what the fuck VCs are. I don't know either, but I don't know. is it just erotic stories, basically? I don't know. Like, it sounds like it's just erotic stories. Like, Well, it says the bulk of mainstream porn has been largely designed to please heterosexual men, and it presents a very limited vision of human sexuality. Women often feel a strong reaction or are less inclined to it. It leaves very little to the imagination, and empathy plays no role in it, which is fundamental to female arousal. In fact, research shows that 90% of women use mental framing to get turned on. Yet most of the innovation investment in female pleasure has so far been focused on the body rather than the brain. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Audible. Women need to think about it. Women need to feel like they're there. And it's basically, and everything I write turns into lesbian porn. I don't know. We should listen to one of them and just see. I mean, I don't think we should listen to it now. Well, not right this second. But I could totally, like, everything I write turns into lesbian porn. Remember, <laughs> remember Luna May, it started out all dark, like it was going to be, like, super great. And you're like, oh, that was so good, the first four chapters. And then you're like, what the shit just happened <laughs> Why is this bitch gay till graduation? (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Oh, my God. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. And there was, uh, they actually did list four different women entrepreneurs, whether they were, like, by themselves or if they had a partner that partnered up with them to to do this. And they are killing it. So they have Dipsy, like D-I-P-S-E, like S-E-A. And it was founded in 2018, so it's only a year old. And they raised $5 million to start their stuff. And then Furley, it's called Emotional Sexual Wellness in Your Phone. I'm like, what? no, that sounds too, like... Is that like, can you turn your phone into a vibrator? That sounds like shock rubs. <laughs> it sounds very shock rub Well, th- hold on. Let me check. I'm going to check the apps. While you're reading that, I'm going to check the apps. And Quinn, the massive opportunity of crowdsourcing audio porn. And that's Carolyn Spiegel. This woman looks like, Karen Spiegel looks like she probably played field hockey and was like. A lesbian? Are you trying to say she's no, a lesbian? No, 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 no. She doesn't. She looks like, I don't know how to explain it. She does not look like she'd be running a business that has like porn. I don't know. She doesn't look like it to me. She looks like she was like, you know, didn't lose her virginity until she was 25 and she eats avocado toast. Or something. Like, that's kind of reminds Ooh, me of. I want avocado toast. I don't even like avocados. And M-Joy <laughs> is the other one. Creating healthy sexual habits and ending female pleasure shaming. See, that doesn't sound good to me. I don't want to end shaming. Like, I don't want that to be part of what I'm listening to. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels weird. So, if you Google sexy adult apps, 
<laughs> they have an adult and this casual swinger dating app. Um, they have games, like dice games. On which one? If you Google it. Like, Google what? Or Google, put it in Google Play, sexy adult pay apps, and it gives you all these things. <laughs> I think we're looking at audio porn, though. But, hold on. Audio porn. As we look it up. On Google Play. So, yeah, it's basically, it's basically just stories, but then underneath of it is self-hypnosis self audio companion, how to stop masturbating. How to stop <laughs> masturbating? Stop masturbating and quit your porn addiction. I have no, I have nothing that comes up in the iTunes app store. Droids are so much better, people. Um... Oh, wait, here we go. Dipsy. Sexy. Oh, it's an app. Sexy audio stories on Dipsy. Yeah. Get. We're just going to get this and we'll, uh. <laughs> Hot ringtones. Do I got to pay for this shit, though? That's what I'm wondering. I don't, don't want to have to pay for it. Dirty quotes and dirty messages. What real women are saying. This will revolutionize how women get in touch with their erotic selves. Shut up there, lick sound app. And look at this one. Dipsy made me feel turned on in a reliable way that I've never really experienced with other content. A reliable, in a reliable way. way? I feel like this is a bunch of bullshit. Oh my god, it is a subscription. Do you have to pay for it? Yes. It's $9 a month or $48 a year. I don't Thank know. Thank God I did not do that. I just found this lick sound app on my phone. <laughs> Oh my god, look at this. iVibe, best vibrating massager. It's going to make your phone a vibrator. Right, I told you you could turn your phone into a vibrator, but I don't want to put my phone... Like, it's going to my face. What? No. What the hell? Oh my god. No. This is crazy. Oh, look at this one. In light, after dark. One new story every night. The erotic hotel. Wild, wet, and wonderful. Fifty Shades of Bad. <laughs> There's a lick app. Listen. Ew, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm keeping this on my phone forever. Oh, my God. Okay. okay Jamie. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like we need, I think we need to. Uh, I feel like I need Sky Daddy. Some Jesus in my life now for watching all that crap. <laughs> Go to sound page. Like, there's only one sound? Like, there's... Uh, I think it is. They probably made so much money off that, too. Oh, my God. All right, because I know we got to, like, wrap things up here, here soon. I mean, no better way. Now that I feel like I'm dirty and I need to repent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel completely dirty. I don't feel dirty. I, Jamie doesn't. No. But um, so there was this actually. <laughs> you're gonna like this. There is a uh, a thing posted on mystatenews.com on August the fifth, and it says pastor arrested for selling tickets to heaven to members for five hundred dollars. So, hmm. yeah, a clergyman from Zimbabwe. So there's that. Pastor Tito Watts and his wife Amanda were arrested for selling tickets to heaven to church members. According to Egypt Today, <laughs> the police disclosed that he and his partner scammed several people into buying the tickets for $500. It was added the tickets is to get people into heaven without facing judgments. 
No, see, that's ignorant. That's, again, once again, using your powers for to, like, prey on people who are severely religious. Well, Speaking just, of like, using your powers, how, how much time do we have? Because I'm going to break this down real quick. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so speaking of people preying on people, um, Danielle and I share a love for um, Sylvia Plath. Oh, I don't want to I know. Sylvia Brown. Sylvia, it's Sylvia Brown Plath. Is it? Okay. She was a psychic medium, and she is no longer with us. Um, she was a psychic medium that when we were younger, instead of, you had a choice after school. You could watch Oprah. General Hospital. Could, well, it was on after General Hospital. Oh, right, right. So you could watch Oprah or you could watch Montel. Oprah was on 6, Montel was on 10. <laughs> so I would go home and I would watch Montel. And while I was on the, watching Montel, I would be on the phone with my very best friend in the whole entire world, Heather. And we would listen to Sylvia Brown Palaf. Like, when she was on, we were, like, all eyes. Me too. I and loved her. Danielle also loved her. Like, in I have her books. I have, like, a couple of her books. Right. So... I mean, she, I met her in Vegas, and I was, like, That's so right. starstruck, and I was, like, oh, my God, and she said, your grandmother's proud of you, and I was so excited, but, <laughs> it's just from an article called All Things, a site called allthingsinteresting.com. Um, it's an article by Marco Margaritoff, <laughs> and it was published in April, and she used to spend a lot of time, if she wasn't on Montel, she was usually on Larry King, and she got a lot of credit, and she was like, oh, I'm going to help um, help these people find their lost kids. So apparently she was a big old fraud. Um, it hurts my heart to say it, but then I read this article, and it is true. Um, she, told, it. she told a grandmother uh, that her daughter was kidnapped and sold into slavery in Japan and that she was still alive. And then they found the little girl whose name was Opal a few miles from her house. Um, she was killed the same day she was abducted. Ugh. And obviously she was not ever put on a boat or anything like that. Also, she told um, Amanda Berry... She told Amanda Berry's mom that her daughter was dead and that she absolutely would never find her again. Just so 15 years later, Amanda Berry could escape from Ariel Castro's house and her and about six other women. Um, she, told, <laughs> she told a lady that she's sorry about her husband and she knows her husband drowned. And the lady said, my husband did not drown. My husband passed away. In the second collapse of the, the collapse of the second World Trade Center building. And Sylvia Brown, to cover her tracks, said, well, a toilet must have fell on his head because I feel like he drowned. Oh my God. And she said that to him. And apparently now the son of this guy, like, he does like little podcasts and little giveaways. And apparently he's psychic too. But after- Her son? Her son. It's Chris or something? Yeah, something like that. But after reading this article, like, I remember when I was working on the Bundy case, Bundy case she told Montel Williams during a November 20, 2004 appearance, according to the Skeptical Inquirer, which is explored, which is explored Brown's FBI files through a standard Freedom of Information Act request. Right. She did no such thing. 
The Bureau had been investigating the supposed medium for fraud as her roster of books, media appearances, and CDs were making millions of dollars. Um, what did she say when you were working in the Bundy case? In the Bundy, like... Um, oh my god, and all I can hear is my dog licking herself. She, yeah. she just, I told her to stop. So, apparently, apparently, <laughs> um, yeah. That makes me so sad. She was, like, my favorite person in the whole world, and I love reading her books. Yeah, and I'm sure that she writes a good book, because she had the whole world fooled, me including. And, yeah, and but, I mean, that's just, like, a hurts, couple of instances. It she hurts my other soul. People. She did help a lot of other people. She told them what they wanted to hear to help them move on. Which I guess in a way is helping them, but she lied to them. I don't know. I kind of feel like, I don't know. It's not. Oh, she said that she worked on the Ted Bundy case, which um, she did not. I don't know. I just, I don't know. She helped so many other people. Like if you were on Mont, if you watched the Montel shows, like so many other people were like, yeah, spot on, yeah. You know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, but did so, she hire them? Like, they were just people in the audience. I don't know, but I just, I don't know. It's like one of those things where I think anybody can take something. You know what I mean? Like, when, I don't know. I mean, she put herself out there and, she like, was she was sure. I feel like if you were really wanted to help, it, help people, if you really wanted to help people, why are you charging them $700 for a 30-minute session? Because she's super-duper popular. No. If, if they, I feel like if you want to help people then you shouldn't be charging that much. You need to make, if you really want to help people, your rates should be within range of what normal people could pay. Well, I think with, um, well, what, Teresa, Long Island Medium, I mean, she's I think there. she's a crack shit, too. Oh, my God, I love her. I think she's crack shit. Do you? I, do. I saw her, like, when she came here at the University of Delaware, like, a whole bunch of us all went, and I love her. I love her. I love her show. I love all of it. Why do you think she's a crack shit? I, I just, there's something about her that I, I don't believe. And it, she rubs me the wrong way. And I well, don't. That's okay. I mean, you know, if that's how it is, that's how it is. But I personally, I love her. And I, I love mean, Sonya. and I'm a, I'm a believer. Right. But I don't, I don't think that it's them. I, I think these people who are out there doing it for profit, I don't, I don't think they're real. There's a few in Delaware that um, came highly recommended a couple times. And I, I, I don't want to put their names out there because. Really, I'm not remembering them as well as I should. Right. Um, but there's a few in Delaware that are actually good and have been, like, fucking accredited. And everything that they've said is spot on. Right. And they're not out there charging $700 for a half hour. Right. So, I feel like those are the real deals. Like, I think it's people who are out there doing it for profit, I think are a bunch of shit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like you got to make a living. I mean, to me, I'm just like, well, if people are willing to right. pay it. Right, and you can you can make a comfortable living, and you can still yeah. have readings for like $60, $70. If you're that good, you're going to get a lot of $60, $70. But there's only so much time in the day, too. I mean. Right. But it, you know. can use it to not become a millionaire. You know what? It's I went to um, this woman. She I forget. Tammy. Tammy Petricelli. Yeah, we'll, we'll get done this in a minute because I know we got to wrap things up. But I went to her, like, a year ago, I guess. Yeah, that's one of the ones. Yeah, Tammy. And she was great. And it was so weird because she does, um, like, Reiki. 
like at the same time and then she kind of does like a reading and it really was nice and maybe it was the environment I don't know or whatever but she literally picked up on the fact that I was adopted so that I was adopted by my dad or whatever so I was like wow that's like crazy that she knew that and then my mom and I we were in the middle of looking at houses at the time like Roger and I were gonna like look at houses then and um we were leaving a place in Middletown and it was raining and we were talking about how bad our eyesight was and she actually came and was talking about my grandfather who I always believe he's like my guardian angel my, my pop-up rash and she was saying that he heard every conversation about the eyes and your eyes aren't as bad as you think they are See? and we had just had that conversation See? like, like even not, now I'm like getting she's chilled not a about millionaire. it no, but I mean, she lives in a very beautiful house and, right. you know, and she, it was $150 for me to go for $150 for an hour. For and an I think hour. she just increased her prices to like 250 I think. But that's not $700 for a half No, hour. no, not at all. But I mean, I think too, if you're like really super, you know, like if you're Teresa or well, Sylvia Brown, that's, like that's what you pay. I guess it's supply and demand, I guess. Yeah, but I thought that was really, really neat. And I would go back to her. So if anybody needed somebody, you know, in Delaware that I felt was reputable, reputable, Tammy Prechicelli, I think, is is the real deal. And she's very loving and very caring. And I think she really sets the mood for you. And it we really did help. Her. Huh? We should go to her. We, I could. We should set something up. And then we can talk about it. I mean, we I should. would love to. I Next. don't know if she would do. I know. I don't know that she would do. Um, I don't know that she would do it at the same time. Like, I don't know. I think you can do a reading. But I don't know if they do it at the same time. But um, I really liked her a lot. And I would definitely go back to see her again. Um Deanna's the other one that's in Middletown. That's actually, the other one I know. That and I, she did something really creepy because I went to one of her like psychic classes type thing or whatever, just like to meet other people and just to get involved or whatever. And I remember being at the Wawa in the morning and saying to like my mom and Rash, who has passed away, God bless her soul, um, or God rest her soul, saying, you know, if you're really here and you can hear me, like I really wish you would say something because it was like at the end of the day, we knew we were going to do like this circle group and we were supposed to like read each other and I was really hoping that she would come through and Deanna is the one who said, your grandmom's talking about Wawa. Oh, shit. And it, like, I almost, like, died right then when she said it. So I'm like, oh, God. That, like, even now, like, I'm getting chills, like, all over my body. Because I'm like, wow, all right. So it was it was pretty interesting. So Deanna, whatever her name is. I can't remember her last name. I don't name. remember her last name. And but she's in Middletown. And then Tammy Petricelli. And she's up in, like, Hocassin. So if you're ever in Delaware and you want to go see a psychic, that's it. So we actually didn't even talk about our mixtape. We'll have to do that another time. We oh, do you want to talk about nine hundred two one real quick? Did you actually watch it? No, because I'm still on episode two. I want to give it like three episodes, and we're running way over. So it's up now in nine minutes. Okay, so we definitely have to talk about nine hundred two one zero next time. Uh huh. Okay, and, and all I can say is yeah, and we gotta talk about our mixtape. Like I started putting that. I have like a couple names that you know for the mixtape. We gotta talk about that um, next time. So stay tuned, and we'll see if Jamie's gonna cut a bitch next <laughs> week because she hasn't been able to eat, or if she's gonna be doing much better. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.